Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1998 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments while following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at drkings.com. Or find select products at your local health food or drugstore, Earth Fair, CVS, and Walgreens. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at drkings.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to The Healing Revolution. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. It's good to have you back with us this week. And Dr. King has been talking to us for the past several episodes about empowering the human spirit. And now we're going to kind of go to chapter number two in the book, and that deals with nutrition. Yes. And a very important essential. You betcha. It's, uh, you know, as we go through these eight essentials, they're just so key to really making things work in our lives, making our health work, you know, not becoming a a modern-day 21st century statistic of disease. That's so common today, and we see so much sickness going out of control and there's your sign that something's wrong and it's things that we can fix it's things we have control over that will make the difference that's the good news in all this you know the 21st century you can think all these bad things and stuff that we'll talk about some of these bad things and why they're uh, causing such a uh, what I would even call a pandemic that's worse than an epidemic an epidemic is bad (laughs) but a pandemic is overwhelmingly bad and it that is what's really going on as we start to see some of these statistics here in this show today and why this is so simple it's a pretty it's so easy we have more power in our hands in our minds and it's all about getting the right education and doing just a few of the right things to live in the best of both worlds today not that we have to go back and live off the grid necessarily and live off the land and you know be you know uh you know a strange person here <laughs> you know we you know you know nothing bad with that you know it's all good and some people there's i mean we're going to talk here also about in this whole these different revolutions this information technology revolution and how we are guinea pigs and there's over 2500 tests clinical uh, research studies that have been done that show these emfs and rfs in you know in the grid that we talk about today the electrical grid and how that is can be affecting we are electrical beings if you're alive, you're electrical, and and how these cellular signals in our bodies and places are being altered, uh, and you know the 5G networks not going to fix it. It's it's creating more of the problem. So we're going to 
talk about that as well. Uh, so this is a great uh, show to get connected into and some very practical ways that will make the biggest difference on how we not only how we feel now, but, you know, the future of our health. We don't have to die of disease. That's that's a new thing, really. You know, way back, people didn't very few people died of diseases. And this has become such a huge problem. And it's and we're going to talk about that and uh, go into it. And, you know, I going back to Socrates, you remember that guy? I've heard of him. Yeah. 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 He was pretty wise fellow, huh? He was. He's a sharp guy. And, yeah. uh, you know, and and so he said uh, you should uh, eat to live, not live to eat. Does that make sense? A big time. Yeah. And we can love food. I love food. I'm into food. I grow food. I am a foodie. I'm a farmer, you know, fourth generation American farmer. I can't get away. You can take you know me off the farm when I went away to school and everything, but you could never take the farm away from me. And so farming manifests wherever I go. And it's a, you know, I love the connection with the earth. I love the connection to the roots of our sustenance, if you would. And, you know, so, uh, you know, the, and, you know we, I grew up like you, uh, Randy, there. We're, we're white hairs. Well, that means, you know, <laughs> that we're not senile. We're, we're uh, senior citizens, maybe. But, heck, we're just in the first, second half of our life here. We got a lot to do with the potentials. But we can live a whole lot longer and, and not just where we're living in and we don't know our we can't remember our own name. No, that's not living. We want to eat to live. And that is that's the power of this potential, what we're talking about here in the second essential of nutrition, which was really say basically summed up in, in first of all, in a, a few just a few words, eat real food. Does that make sense? So many people think today that natural food, oh, that's a fad. You know, that's, you know, and wait a minute. Let's look at the reality of that. You know, and, you know, uh, not to, you kind of use the term, uh, there's so much fake food out there. If you want to really get into real fake, let's go look at food. That's fake. You know, and that's, and, you know, what we've been raised in. I grew up in the 50s like you, and, uh, what we did, you know, I remember when Cool Whip came out. You remember Cool Whip? Do they still have Cool, cool yeah. Whip? Yeah, they sure do. do. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's one of the part of the big fat lie that we'll also talk about today. And, and you know, when we altered our fats, that's, you know, and people, and the big fat lie is people, say, you know, it's fat makes you fat. And that's, I want to dispel, that's a myth that needs dispelling. And, you know, fat is, doesn't make you fat. Fat actually is essential to nerves, to care for our nervous system. It's essential for all production of all of our hormones. And believe me, we're all kind of hormone deficient. We are so out of balance in hormones in today's world, more so than ever in the history of the world that we can, cal- you know, that we can have been able to calculate. Way out of line in our hormones. And the reason for that... <clears throat> Is primarily there's a number, but is we are you know hormones are being put into all sorts of things, especially meats, 
chickens are bombarded in hormones. Okay, you know, there's added costs in the butchering chickens just to lop off the tumors. Okay, there's so much hormone in there, and hormones will set off tumors. And when you're eating processed, commercialized chicken, even so-called free-range, you got to watch out for. Yeah, the, most of those also are being fed the hormones. So you need to definitely make sure you're getting hormone-free okay, meats. By the way, even the average chicken, you know, gets uh, 60 inoculations in its short little life before it becomes wings. You, do you eat wings? Love wings. Yeah. Was that you who was talking about? Where do you go to get your wings? Out? Where do you, you go out to eat anywhere special to eat your wings? Uh, not anywhere special, yeah. but I'll be prone to order them off the menu if they're there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you got to watch those wings. You know, they'll get you. <laughs> oh, I've been had before. <laughs> those places. Uh, yeah, I bet. And uh, so you know, you want to you know things like that. I mean, when you know animals. That eat a lot of you know toxic things like this, you know concentrate them, and then when you eat the animals, you get a concentration, and then even soy. Oh no, I don't. I eat oh, my my. I eat a meat substitute. You know soy. You know ooh, not so good. Lots of uh, estrogenic factors. That means it creates increased estrogen in your body. You want to be careful this concentration of soy business. And you know, so you know, we want to be very careful. So if you eat meat, you know, we want to make sure you eat clean meat. You know, same with the fish, you know, the biggest fish in the ocean, you know, the small fish goes around, gets a little bit of mercury, but the fish that eats that fish gets a concentrated amount of mercury, and the fish that eats that fish that ate that fish gets a multiple concentration again of mercury, all the way up to the biggest bill fish, swordfish if you would, and big giant tuna will have lots of concentration of of mercury because they're eating a lot more of these fish that get multiplied. So those are little things we want to watch out for. And the same with the beef and the chicken and the pork. You know, we want to be very clean meats. So back growing up in the 50s, you know, we had a lot of Cool Whip. You know, uh, now we were a meat and potatoes family, farming family. We learned to gulp our food down very fast, which I don't recommend anymore. It's a hard habit to break. And Enjoy your food. Chew into its liquid. Get the more you chew it, that messenger in your saliva is a messenger RNA, and that RNA tags to the nutrients as they're digested. There's carriers there that will take that nutrient to your body in your body where it needs to be. So if you need a little more vitamin A in your eyes, there's that tagging going on in the saliva that actually you know tags it and says, "Okay, priority, we're going to the eyes." Or priority, we need to go to the spleen or to your thymus gland to fight infection or to your lymphatic system to fight infection. You know, things of this nature. Very important that our nutrients get distributed where they need to be. Can you imagine the distribution networks in our body is even much more complex than in our planet? That's pretty incredible. Yes, you've got a hundred trillion cells that need a balance of nutrition. A mm. hundred trillion. That's, that's amazing. That's a, a more than a population. Yeah, obviously, a lot obviously, more. Yeah, and so 
you know, we need, our bodies need a good transportation system. But if you mess up that transportation system in the beginning where you're not chewing your food well enough, getting that saliva coated well, it breaks it down. You masticate. We all learn about the mechanical part. But, we, you know, we learn about there's a little bit of tylen enzyme in your saliva that helps start the process. But few people have learned about the messenger RNA that comes through the saliva. That's where you get it. So if you're gulping your food, you're messing up your whole messenger system. And so what steps with one simple little step? Chew, yeah. chew, chew, chew. And, you know, and so and the more you learn to chew, the more you learn to enjoy the flavor profiles and the changes that take place. You'll learn to appreciate your food more. A second thing that really happens here in the digestion and uh, that is you, we check everyone with a little pH tape in their saliva because in their saliva, you know, you, you can get too alkaline and you want to be careful of that. And if you're starting to get above seven in your saliva, you're getting too alkaline. That is an indication that your stomach, which is the first process of digestion, is not digesting its food properly. And when the stomach can't, you know, doesn't have the hydrochloric acid, we, you've heard of, we, there's a term out that's been out for some time called <clears throat> leaky gut syndrome. Now, but there's also a leaky stomach syndrome where our stomachs become expanded. You're too big because we're eating much more food than we need to. And you think, oh, that's just gluttony? Not necessarily. It's because, are you ready? Because we are eating so many empty calories today. Our food doesn't have the concentration of nutrition that it should have. We're eating processed foods that don't have the nutrition that they should have. We're eating foods coming from depleted soils, so we're not getting the nutrition we should have. And when we're not getting the nutrition we should have, we are all of a sudden, our bodies now are continuing to crave for that missing nutrition. And we're not getting the molybdenum, okay, and the lithium, and uh, some of the, a lot of the rare earth minerals. We're not getting a lot of the main nutrients we need. We're not getting the vitamin C. We're not getting the vitamin E, and so on. When that happens, what's going on is then your body's sending off this little reflex that says, oh, we need more food. We need more food. We're not getting the nutrients we need because all this empty calorie processed foods isn't providing what the full, all natural, whole, real food would give us. And so we are saying, our body is saying, eat more, eat more, feed me more. And, and you know, the cookie monster comes out of you, <laughs> you know, and starts, you know, and we remember the cookie monster. How many, is he still around? I don't know. I think so. Is he? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, we want to be careful of these kind of things. That's why we're going back to saying eat real food and a balance of real food. And so we're going to hammer this down. And because going back to, again, where we were raised, my first health lesson came from my dad. And basically, uh, he says, you know, about soft drinks were kind of becoming popular in the 50s. <clears throat> and early in, and he was saying, don't eat those. You know, we wouldn't buy soft drinks for in the household and he because my dad said it'll rust your pipes <laughs> and not true but it, but the, but the idea is right you know the concept is correct that you know it's not you know it's not a you know it's carbonation let's see what is it we breathe in oxygen 
right? Right. What do we exhale? Carbon monoxide. Dioxide. Dioxide. There you go. Thank you. That's all right. You've been around the cars <laughs> too long. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so carbon dioxide is a waste product. We exhale it. Now, the plants like it because they inhale carbon dioxide and exhale oxygen for us. That's why we all, we all get along yeah. so well. Yeah, exactly. And so what we're – but we are exhaling. That's our waste product. It's kind of like urine. In you know a, a gaseous form of urine, if you would. So you know it's something that you know we don't. And there's a lot of other things in this soft drink business that is just horrid. And even the artificial sweeteners we'll talk about later. But that was my first lesson in uh, in nutrition. Then and I was actually diagnosed, uh, or they were thinking I was. I had leukemia when I was like five years old. And they thought, oh, my, he's uh, not, you know, I think your son, you know, we want to do some further tests here for leukemia. When my mother heard that, okay, and I was a scrawny little kid, you know, I was the last kid picked on the football team. Okay, okay, you had Frankie last time. You can't have him. <laughs> you know, I, and so, you know, you need to take him this time and, and so on. So they fight over not having me <laughs> on their team. But then... When I went to this doctor, he lived in a, you know, he practiced, he lived in a trailer park, and he practiced out of the trailer park. You know, those, he lived in the back, in a bedroom, and he had a little practice in a second bedroom where there was a treatment room, and, and, you know, so we went to the trailer park doctor that was near us, and this was a foreign doctor, you know, Dr. Wickenhand. He's in the book, The Healing Revolution. And we called him Wicked Hand. And uh, <laughs> and he had this Eastern accent. Oh, Frankie, how are you today? What can I help you with? And so anyway, he started doing some tests on me. And I just remembered it was for, for you know food allergies is what he found. This was back in the, oh, call it the mid-50s. And... Uh, in in the mid fifties, you know, this is nobody was doing this kind of stuff. Doctor Wickenhand came from this Eastern Bloc country, but he had insight and wisdom. You know, he wasn't your typical medical doctor, which he was a medical doctor. But and so I just remember uh, he took me off some foods, but I remember he took me off my favorite vegetable, which was ketchup. <laughs> ketchup <laughs> and my second favorite one was french fries <laughs> they go but, together. Uh, yeah but i'd like put ketchup on everything we'd have steak a t-bone steak for dinner i'd put ketchup on it you know and my parents say what are you, why are you ruin a good steak putting ketchup on it but you know just got to and so he took ketchup away and that's the only thing i can really remember but there were other things and all of a sudden you know a month goes by and all of a sudden I find myself playing football with the kids, and they always kick the ball, try to kick the ball off to me because I was the slowest kid on the team. All of a sudden, I find myself running for a touchdown, whizzing, feeling the wind in my face for the first time. And all of a sudden, you know, I see my life coming back, and a little speedster I became. And, you know, and then, you know, just things started unfolding where I started feeling better, having more energy, having more ambition, uh, having more motivation for life. And, you know, that kind of continued to grow. And so that was really my first introductions. And I think all of us have certain challenges that lead us down these pathways where we learn answers. And we learn those answers really to help other people. 
as well. And so we learn to overcome certain problems in our lives, and we are equipped best to really help others overcome those problems. That is the healing revolution in action. That is why we wrote the book, The Healing Revolution, because now sickness is becoming so much more of a big problem. Sickness is becoming, uh, you know, pandemic as we talked, you know. And so uh, what happened in just a quick little history, there's, you know, first came uh, and I want to say that eating healthy food, eating real food is not like uh it's not like a oh, sacrifice. You know, it's a good thing. It's an opportunity. You're going to take your life. You're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be able to think more clearly. You're going to be able to, and you're going to be able to prevent a lot of the health problems that so many people are dealing with. So, the, you know, there's a lot of, you know, factors in that that manifest here. And the first, what, why, where did we start? How, what's wrong with the diet we have today? And we really started with, you know, we were living kind of paleo, if you will. You know, we were hunters and gatherers, and that's the longest period of time of our adaptation process in this world was as hunters and gatherers. We'd gather certain roots and plants, and so we ate plants and animals basically is what it came down to. We didn't have agriculture yet. And so the next revolution was the first agricultural revolution. And, you know, that revolution began where we began cultivating primarily things like grapes and and grains and eating much more carbohydrates than what we were ever exposed to in the, the hunter-gatherer, you know, period of time. And so we started eating a lot more, you know, bread and a lot more gluten and things of this nature. And our carbs went high. And and so with that, we also learned about sugar. Oh, and started getting more sweet things as well as, which is a form of, you know, concentrated, refined carbohydrate, if you will. And so we started shifting from a balance of meat, you know, of protein, more protein and uh, to less protein and more carbohydrates and sugars. And uh, with that, you know, started coming more chronic problems. It began. And we started and, – and then the, th- the next generation came was the industrial revolution. Uh, uh, the next revolution was the industrial revolution. In this industrial revolution, we all of a sudden started creating more things such as 84,000 human-made chemicals that weren't on planet Earth from the beginning. These 84,000 human-made chemicals, we began to use and think, oh, what can we do through this process? We learned to start adulterating our food chain. We learn to start creating processed foods. We learn to start creating ways to preserve foods longer, ways to, you know, that we all of a sudden realize those preservatives, you know, you know, can be a problem. <laughs> and, you know, and a friend of mine said uh, way back, you ever have Wonder Bread? Do you remember? Do we have Wonder Bread still? I think we still do. I don't I think buy so. that, but it had the little dots around the packaging. Yeah, yeah. And, Wonder Bread, build your body 12 ways, 
And he said, and destroys it in 36. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, that refined white bread flour. I mean, remember those sandwiches? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then what happened is along with this industrial revolution, we created a lot of chemicals. Heavy metals came into existence, you know, and, and we see these chemicals coming around and addressing a lot of, you know, things. We find them out in the Arctic circle in the polar bears. Wow. So, you know, we find them, you know, in the uh, blood in the umbilical cord where they can go in and extract the blood in the umbilical cord of the unborn babies and find it in there. We're finding these chemicals showing up everywhere. We're, you know, we're not immune. Now we can minimize them, but we still, but that's the best we can do in this world. But as we do make wise choices, we can counteract, you know, the, the pandemic that's going on here. And this pandemic is just huge. And so we're going to go into uh, you know, what happens. That goes into the what I call the second agricultural revolution, where it was dramatic changes. Not only are we growing more crops and throwing the paleo balance of what we would naturally pick in nature in the wild, you know, in our hunter-gatherer years, which were the longest years on planet Earth so far for humans to adapt to. Now we have gone and we've taken these chemicals and learned to apply them in creating what we call uh, agribusiness. And in agribusiness, we started mass producing in ways that's created problems for the land, but also problems for the people eating these foods. We started getting into foods that really weren't in the balance of nature. And we started getting to alternating adulterating foods in many, many ways from, you know, these big monocrops that really don't have the balance of nature in them. You know, you don't see monocrops in nature. You see diversity in nature. And that diversity in nature is what creates the stability in nature and the balance in nature. We have companion plants that's help each other so the bugs don't come in and eat you all up eat those plants all up and so there's many many advantages so many to talk about here i can talk for a week on just agricultural issues but just hitting some highlights you know so we in the second industrial or agricultural revolution it started in the 1940s with the chemical farming and the and the petrochemical fertilizers where they're replacing three three minerals nitrogen phosphorus and potassium Wait a minute. We're only replacing three minerals? How many minerals are there in the soil? Well, there's 80-some minerals in the soil. But we're only replacing the three that makes food look good, not be good for us. And so all we're replacing is nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. It's all superficial. And that superficial replacement, oh, we got beautiful ears of corn. But the nutritional value of those ears of corn... It's very, 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 very poor compared to a real food of corn, you know, a real ear of corn that is not what I call, you know, genetically modified, which is the other part of this second agricultural revolution. All of a sudden, we created GMOs, genetically modified organisms. Ooh. And this is great for Monsanto and and a couple other smaller companies doing this, but Monsanto is the big giant. And where they were living really on these false promises of, oh, we're going to be able to help feed the, you know, the starvation problems in the world. Not with, you know, chemicals. 
you know, you know, not with, uh, you know, the real issue here is they have patented this stuff and they'll be able to control the food chain. And that's what's really going on. There's the James Bond villain of this century right now. It's going to be that these silent killers, these silent things of how we've adulterating our food chain and adulterating then our bodies and leading us in down this pathway of genetic weakness, as well as, you know, thousands of percent increase in many of these chronic diseases. That's not only affecting us as we age, but it's affecting our children. You know, you know, we used to say, you know, adult onset diabetes. You remember that term? Yeah. You know, you know, and now that's, you know, grown thousand percent increase in children. Thousand percent increase. That's that's pandemic business here was what we're talking about. And, and we'll talk about more of these. And so this is what's happening in our food chain. I want to just some highlights, some few highlights. And there's so much. But when we come back from the break, I, I do want to share, uh, you know, a little more about this. And then there's a fifth revolution going on that we need to be aware of. And that's why we need the healing revolution. You can click on to Dr. King's website, drkings.com, D-R-K-I-N-G-S.com, and learn more about today's topic, which is the second element of the eight essentials for healthy living with Dr. Frank King and the Healing Revolution. We'll be right back. Dr. King's Natural Medicine features over 150 products specially formulated for everything that ails you, from allergies, memory loss, and fatigue, to sports performance and sexual health. Dr. King's Natural Medicine has been providing safe, natural medicines for the entire family for more than 25 years. Dr. King's products have no known harmful side effects, no known negative drug interactions, and no known contraindications. Dr. King's natural medicine products include oral sprays, topical oils, and topical creams. Visit kingbio.com for Dr. King's full line of healing products. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. You're listening to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King, and Dr. King is talking uh, today about the second element in the book, The Healing Revolution, and that's nutrition. So, so important. It really is. You know, you don't have to think, oh, I've got to become a health food nut, you know, hang out with all the nuts, the fruits, and the flakes. You know, that's not... Although they're fun people. I love them. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you, it's... But we have fun. Fun is very important in life. And I think we've underestimated the value and the health value of fun. Fun is what we call the beginning of being functional. How about that? I like that. Yeah, it's the beginning of functional. Functional. Yes. And so we put the hyphens in the right places in life. We can really turn it around. And we've been talking about nutrition here. And in, in some of these things here, and we're talking about the industrial revolution and what is how this has adulterated uh, our food chain. And, and when we've done that, you know, we're really creating, and it's a genetic issue. And in the genetics, 
you know, we find that nature that has nurtured us from the beginning of time, a good principle here to understand so we can make wise choices. Because when we want, if we want to survive and we can actually thrive in the 21st century, if we think clearly, if we make wise choices, and that's what we're going to, that's what the healing revolution is all about. Just some basic choices here, how we can have the best of both worlds. We can live with the, many of the wonderful conveniences and good things that we have created as human beings. You know, we are creative beings and we create a lot of stuff, some, some of it good and some of it bad. And that's we've got to be wise to this and be aware of this. And we can make wise choices now. That's what the difference of those who are really going to survive and thrive in the 21st century. That's the key, because the predators of the 21st century are much more elusive than the old saber-toothed tiger that you can hear, that you can hear, and you know, know, you know what to do, whether to go after it with the spear or run away from it, <laughs> get back to the village. But today, the predators are much more elusive much more sneaky, much more, you know, it was uh, camouflaged in life. Why we say we see these 84,000 human-made chemicals showing up in the polar bears in the Arctic Circle and in the blood in the umbilical cords of unborn babies. So this is serious stuff. We're getting certain things in there and these heavy metals and certain toxins that we're seeing good you know, the proof is there. And the proof not only is in, oh, we can detect these chemicals, but the evidence is clear of what they're doing. What's happened since we've done this? You can put two and two together. It's not difficult to connect these dots. And these dots are, there's astronomical increases in obesity. Think about that for a minute. Uh, you know, there's, you know, astronomical increases in diabetes and heart disease, and stroke and cancer, just to name some of the top ones. You know, you know, two out of every three adult Americans. OK. Uh, and one out of every three children between the ages of two and 19 are overweight or obese. Let me just say that one more time. One out of every three children are between ages of two and 19 are overweight or obese. Okay. And two out of every three adults in America is either overweight or obese. Two out of three. It's bad news. And what, what's, what's, it, what's it causing? Oh, just we're a bunch of fat people? <laughs> no, no, no. You know, it's, it's really eating away, and that fat is destroying our health. And let's, let's just look at some of the connections here. You know, the uh, childhood obesity is more than doubled in children and tripled in adolescence in the past 30 years. Doubled in children, tripled in adolescence in the last 30 years. And there's about six hundred, a little over six hundred thousand Americans that die of heart disease each year. Six hundred thousand. Okay. The number of people diagnosed with diabetes. This is shocking to me. Has risen from one point five million people in 1958 to eighteen point eight billion million people in 2010. From 1.5 million in 58 to 18.8 million in 2010 diagnosed with diabetes. What's caused this kind of crazy, crazy, crazy increase? 
it's lo- here's some just some logic we, we need to, and and we can turn this. It's something your doctor can't pre-treat you for diabetes. Okay, there's no there's no diagnostic codes for that. <laughs> Only we can do that, and that's when we really you know, that's when it gets treated best is by how we can prevent it. The more we have a saying, the more proactive we become in life, the more preventative we will be in life. And so we need to be proactive. That's what the healing revolution is all about. And here's the logical reason why this is this is an increase of pandemic proportions, you know, uh, and, and these and not only, oh, I got diabetes. But when you get diabetes, that leads to so many other diseases. You're going to, you know, lose limbs. You're going to have all sorts of other health problems. The diabetic drugs lead to to uh, heart disease. The heart disease drugs will lead to diabetes, and they all lead to increases in cancer. You know, you know. Now, when you add up what they call iatrogenic disease, that's disease caused by taking prescription drugs as they are prescribed. That's also mistakes that doctors make, but more so it's the drugs. And when you add it all up together, new statistics are showing iatrogenic disease is surpassing both heart disease uh, and cancer. They kind of run neck and neck here as who's the leading killer in our country. Okay, only in the 600 and some thousands. But now iatrogenic disease coming from drugs, primarily prescription drugs. By taken as prescribed again, that is causing more death, okay, than cancer or heart disease. Crazy, crazy stuff. So we need to be very proactive here. And these chronic diseases, drugs can manage them, but the drugs can't cure them. But we, lifestyle, lifestyle is they connect to chronic disease, 87%, you know, these things can be prevented and turned around with lifestyle. Lifestyle, so lifestyle is the cause. Help me out here. What would be the logical cure here, Randy? Easy. It's, a, it's again, back to lifestyle. Yeah. And so that's the healing revolution. That's why we need the healing revolution. Type 2 diabetes was once known as this adult-onset diabetes, which we talked about. And uh, now it's affecting, like I said, all ages, children, children. You know, children now have a 3,000, 3, in the last 10 years, a 3,000% increase in type 2 diabetes in our children. That's... A, you know, we don't hear these statistics, but if you put the two and two together, you know, this is serious. This is like top news. This is much more important news than what I hear. <laughs> and so this is news that can really help us once we understand, whoa, this is a serious problem. Let's take some action because we're not. We've gotten almost like diseases like become our little pet. Oh, it's my diabetes, my sciatica. You know, my sinus, whatever, you know, then it's just mine now. I've personally owned it and uh, I've accepted it. You know, if these kind of things were half these were if these were deaths coming from people that are out there murdering other people, we would all be in up in arms, wouldn't we? Absolutely. You know, now, but 
you know, we need to look at disease as the same kind of predator here. It's the same type of thing, and we need to do something about it. The trouble is, our doctor cannot eat for us, Ken. Can the doctor eat for you? No, no. Can the doctor help you drink more healthy? No. Can the doctor help you think more positive? No. You know, who does that? Only we can do that for ourselves. Only you can do that for you. And that... That's the lifestyle. That's the 87% of the chronic problems that's plaguing our country today can be turned around by lifestyle. It's caused by lifestyle. We need to get serious about lifestyle. Let's start taking charge of our lives. Let's start taking charge of, of who we are and how we live and the quality of life we want. Wow, we have so much control over this. We just need to do it. It's simple. It's fun. It makes a difference. You know, our youngest two kids, you know, 20 and and, uh, 17, and they all, you know, they've seen the fruit of eating, living well, and they live well. They have great lifestyles. They eat well. I don't have to even coach them anymore about any of this. I mean, we talk about it, but... Heck, sometimes they're they're helping me out a little more, you know. They have really learned it and lived it and seen the experience. Once you've done that, you know, you will see the experience for yourselves. You'll see the empowerment that comes from doing it. That's the healing revolution. That's what we're talking about. When you do the – these are not something we dreamed up here in the last year. This is stuff that we have actually been working on for the test of time of over 40 years. So we're bringing substance of experience here. It's not the latest fad diets. It's just some basic principles. We live by those, and we can then refine by those. We will be uh, much better off. You know, we talked about the cookie monster, but here's uh, another uh, wonderful quote I like that came from the Muffet show called from Miss Piggy. And a little insight, she says, never eat more than you can lift. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) A little. But, you know, the idea is we all said we're all overeating, but there's a reason why we're all overeating. So we have the type 2 diabetes is going all crazy. Uh, this is the first generation now, researchers are saying, that will live sicker and die sooner than their parents. Ooh, now that's, that's spun. Ooh. You know, the whole thing is spun. Now, through, you know, cleaning up our act, cleaning up, you know, our, you know sanitation, you know, has really made the big difference here in, from, you know, 100 years ago. And, but that's all good. But now we need to clean up another act, and that is all with the inappropriate things that we have created, these toxins that are affecting us, you know, and, and the lifestyle, and start becoming more proactive with our lifestyle. Um, ongoing nutritional deficiency from eating, you know, what I call undernourished foods, okay, it, you know, is triggering, a, a, you know, this continuous appetite. And so we're seeking more foods, you know, you know, try to feel and they're eating more foods, trying to fulfill uh, that deficiency that we have. If we start eating the real foods, those deficiencies will clear up and we'll stop over craving to overeat and we'll start learning to love life and live life much greater. That's the healing revolution. That's what we can do. 
you know, as a, as a group. And individually, we can clean up and do a lot of wonderful things. But if you get together and do it corporately, all of a sudden you see a much greater result. There was a, you know, Rick Warren had a, he has a huge church out in Southern California, uh, and it's called the Saddleback Church. It's in Lake Forest, California. And I read the story about him, and he was actually baptizing like 600 and some people. If I got, I might have the number a little off, but a huge number of people all in one day. And that's in this church, they did the, with the, the dunk thing where they're in the water. Full immersion. And pull them over and bend over, yeah. go underwater. No and sprinkling. Lift, no, yeah, lift them back out of the water, you know. <laughs> and after about... He had about you know, went through about three quarters of the six hundred and some people. He was saying, "Man, we have a big church." <laughs> and but he says, "But I'm not even talking about the numbers of people. I'm talking about we're fat, <laughs> we're heavy, man." And and he says, "I'm fat," you know. And and you know, he said, "I think he said he was like sixty pounds overweight, no, ninety pounds overweight." And. So he said after that long day of baptizing, you know, he basically said got together with a couple doctors. And uh, and he, they basically got and created what they call the Daniel plan. And Daniel was this kind of cool guy in the Bible. It was, you know, Daniel was, you know, and he refused to eat, you know, drink all the wine and all the rich foods. And he, and he ate vegetables, lots of vegetables. And he became the strongest in the army, you know, and he became, whoa, what's up with this Daniel guy? And and so they call it Daniel plan. And basically in 18 months, the followers of the Daniel plan of diet uh, collectively lost over 250,000 pounds. That was 10,000 people signed up in one day from this church. And so this is a great statistic to see, but and the people that did it as a group, they got had they had these like little groups they'd meet with, I think like family groups or something along this line, and they'd meet and they supported one another. And the people that did it as a group lost twice as much weight as the people that did it independently, individually. Why it's good to get connected with a group in the healing revolution. We want to help encourage people to become groups in the healing revolution and be able to follow these time tested, you know, uh, procedures and in uh, insights and lifestyle that we have gathered. And so this is a beautiful idea, a sign of what we can do. Uh, another thing is. You know, we call it the big fat lie. We touched on it just a little bit earlier. And that big fat lie is we have that fat makes you fat. And that's not true. Fat, it's sugar that makes us fat. It's refined sugar. Now, adulteration of our fats. Well, we have changed fats in a whole process of food processing where you get patents and that's where the Cool Whip came from. Yeah. Okay, and I had to get over Cool Whip. Maybe that was what made me so sick as a child. Okay, you know, my mother was the Cool Whip queen, and we got Cool Whip on everything on our fruit, even uh, for dessert or pies, or on her angel food cake that she'd make. Ooh. And uh, you know, we put Cool Whip, you know, on all this stuff. And but I found that that and artificial sweeteners, you know, no calorie sweeteners. Now, you know, we think we're losing weight when we take these no-calorie sweeteners. Oh, contraire. What happens? The body recognizes all the sweet coming in, okay, and it releases insulin. 
and then we get too much insulin in our body, and that's not good. And that will lead, it burns up the sugars, that what sugars we have, and all of a sudden now we're deficient in sugar and we're craving more food very quickly. And it creates more, you know, so what happens is when we're using artificial sweeteners, Diet Cokes or whatever they might be, now you will, it'll lead you to wanting to eat more because it uses up your sugar from the excess of insulin from the sweetness that's being released. And now all of a sudden you don't have any sugar. You have low blood sugar. Oh, I need to eat something. I need to eat something. And so we end up way overeating. So stay away from the artificial sweeteners. You know, you think it's a shortcut, think it's wonderful, but it's not. And so you will lose more weight getting off artificial sweeteners. So let's understand that's all part of the big fat lie is we created all these artificial fats, all the margarines. I remember the tub of butter. It wasn't butter, though. Well, it, mar- it was margarine. Parquet. Parquet. Yes, that. Yeah. It's, it's parquet. Yeah. And the tube would talk to you. It's exactly. like, oh, it's like that's speaking to me. What a brilliant commercial. Really? But, you know, but it really caused a lot of unnecessary deaths in this world today. You know, heart disease, parents being taken out, especially fathers being taken out with heart disease early in their lives. Sad. Very sad. You know, the devastation that has come from disease is much greater. Just disease alone, much greater than all. If you total up all the natural disasters in the world, all the wars in the world, you know, all the accidents in the world, doesn't come close to what disease has done to us. We need to take a serious look at disease and begin to fight back. And and that's the healing revolution. That's what we need to do. If we compare it all, it is much more devastating than anything else. I like Thomas Edison. He was a cool guy. And he stated that the doctor of the future will give no medication, but will interest his patients, ready, in the care of the human frame. That sounds like you need to get some massage, you need to go see your chiropractor. You know, the human frame is important because it houses the control system of the body. He says, so patients, you know, know, to take care of the human frame, diet, and in the cause and prevention of disease. That's really where the future is. That's what's going to make the biggest difference in our health and our outcome for ourselves, for our family, our children our grandchildren, our future generations. This is essential, and we have to do it. Nobody else can do this for us. It's not going to be found in a pill. It's not found in the latest drug. You know, it is found in taking charge. We have control. We have empowerment. It's not going to cost us, oh, you know, you know it's going to prevent us from having to spend excessive dollars with the doctor. Okay, it's like the apple a day, keep the doctor away. Lifestyle, okay, will prevent a lot of of loss. So many people lose their legacy out of just the care uh, for chronic disease in their lives. It it uses up the you know what they have saved, what they hope to pass on to their children. You know, yeah, it just eats us up. It's a bad system, and. And they're not doing anything about it because there's too many people making too much money about it. That's why we need a healing revolution. That is, you know, we have the opportunity to live the best 
uh, in this. So it's not all bad. You know, we have the opportunity to eat, you know, good organic whole foods. We have more access to that than we've ever had in the history of the world. We have the choice to drink good, pure, clean, filtered, you know, natural water. You know, we can clean up that. We can put the change our spigot to give us great water instead of, you know, chlorinated, fluorinated garbage water. You know, we have the opportunity to breathe good, clean air with the filtration systems we can put into our homes. We have the opportunity. Just think, you know, 100 years ago, man, just think of the dust in, in, a, in a fire place where it was the only source of heat and... You know, and the dust in in cracks and uh, eating old, wrinkled up vegetables in the root cellar, and dry salted meats, and you know the, the, what we had to eat back then compared to what we all the quality of what we have today, we have great opportunities. Let's say the glass is three quarters full here. We just need to deal with the quarter of problems here. Stay away from those. Eat the good quality foods and that we have real food and get back to those basics and we'll feel better. Real food will taste better. You know, we'll, we'll complete. So you're getting the nutrients you need and your body's not continuing to crave these things. You know, real food, we can, we have the greatest opportunity. This is the best time in the world to ever live. And that is how we can end, you know, activate all the beauty of the healing revolution into our lives today. Remember, you can contact Dr. King at his email address, thr at kingbio.com. You can ask questions, and we'll answer them here on the program. And remember to visit the website, drkings.com. Come back and join us next week for The Healing Revolution. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to drkings.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting drkings.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter or email a question about your health to Dr. King at thr at kingbio.com. And join the healing revolution. Say you want a